struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We're live with the vault. I'm your host, Jessica Hastings Lesbrock, and let me introduce my wonderful, magical co-host, <laughs> Alexa Miller. Alexa, who do we have joining us today? Hello, Jess. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another week of The Vault. Thanks for joining us. I am very excited to welcome today's guest, Jennifer Silbernagel. Jen is, um, she's she is jack of all trades. She yep. does it all. She's a wife, a mom, a realtor, a coach. She, I've had the privilege of um, coaching with her. She's incredible. So I'm super excited to dive in uh, with her story today. So Jen, welcome. And let's just start by you telling us a bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> jack of all trades is probably a good description. I think I've done many roles in this industry over the years, but yeah, you you nailed it. I, I'm a mom. I have two kids um, and I'm married to Dylan, also a realtor. We have a family real estate team. We have our coaching company, PSN Coaching. I'm the team leader at Keller Williams Realty Centers as well. Um, and I've been in real estate for 18 years, um, grew up around it and had some experience Prior to that as well, which is what got me to sign up to be a realtor at the age of 21. Um, And at that time, that was a very rare thing. It's a little more common now, but uh, I think I was the youngest agent in my brokerage by about 20 years when I started. (laughs) I bet. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's go back to when you were 21. Why did you even get into real estate? Uh, okay, so I actually I was going to school for professional writing because I also I just I've always loved stories and writing and, you know, that that mental break that it gives you to to go into another world and everything. I was always very passionate about it. And I kind of realized when I was at school, it wasn't really for me. I had grown up around real estate. Um, my parents bought and sold houses. My summer jobs from teenager on was like painting houses and cleaning up and helping my mom like stage places and get renters and things like that. So I had always been in that space and I just loved um, houses and that process of buying and selling. So when I actually first got my license, it was with the goal to uh, start a property development company. I wanted to buy and flip homes. And I figured if I have my real estate license, it would be a good way to do that. Uh, It was only once I got my license and realized I could make good money without all of that work (laughs) that I just kind of transitioned into just full-time real estate. I love it. It's so neat. It's so inspiring at such a young age. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as Jen said, we're seeing more of that now, you know, the younger generations, 2021, starting to dive into real estate a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And props to them because they have the energy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That's part of it. And not having a lot of overheads, not having to, you know, be scared of the commitment. The commission part's a little scary, but honestly, I didn't know any better. Um, because I only ever worked part-time jobs and you know, w- worked while I was at school and things like that. So I didn't really have stability yet. And I was, you know, at that time I, I did buy a house fairly shortly after I got my license, but for a while, like I was living at my parents' house. I didn't have expenses. My business didn't cost me that much money. So it was a good way to kind of establish a skill set and and really like a trade for lack of a better word or profession without the schooling cost and without the stress of, 
needing to have a salary, right? Or have an income to cover your commitments or support your family. I love it because it's very backwards to how a lot of us were raised, you know, find the nine to five, get Mm -hmm. a good pension, you know, yeah. My dad's side grew up like that a lot. And I was always like, I'm never going to do that. That's not me. I'm against the grain, you know? And then here you are at such a young age, just blazing that trail on your own. Yeah. 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 And it was honestly, I I don't think I would have ever been suited to do anything else. Um, It is so funny. My brother, who's just under two years older than me, fully corporate, works at Scotiabank, is one of the directors, like went the full security route. Um, So we got both influences. It was just personality. And it was being in school and going like, I just this just isn't for me was when I realized I needed to be outside that normal structure for, for myself to feel I needed to be responsible for everything versus kind of, you know, having that structure. I just didn't work well in structure. Yeah. I think we can all relate. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you didn't do anything before that. You went right into getting your license and that was your career from day one. That was that other than my high school jobs, my university. I mean, I did a million jobs, but it was like, you know, cleaning trailers at Shirts and Shores and Telemill York calling alumni for, you know, uh, in for money and like just terrible jobs that I hated <laughs> and Sobeys writing birthday messages on cakes like anything to make money to pay my cell phone bill pay for my car all of that um and then when I decided to get into real estate I worked with the realtor that my parents have used and I was his admin and I kind of learned the back end of things while I was finishing university and getting my real estate license so I did that simultaneously. So when I when I graduated university, I I had an active license and I just went right into selling. Good for you. I like the plan because mm-hmm. we get approached all the time. Well, I want to be in men, so I know what to do after. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, depending on their goal and their personality. I yeah. find that sometimes it can conflict. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they hit the field and they're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you do get to see that. I have very similar story to you Jen um starting with Terry as a her admin first and uh very eye-opening because you get to see all the background and it's either you know you want to be admin and that's it or you want to go further and and get into the field which obviously I did so um it definitely sets you up for sure Mm -hmm. yeah and I could have gone either way to be totally honest I my personality I'm not a big outgoing extroverted love people kind of personality um as most of you probably know by now but um I didn't want to sit at a desk and just kind of have a salary either. So I was in a weird limbo and it was actually uh, the person that I was working for who kind of sat down with me and, and went through the math and was kind of like, look, you're you're going to be good at either way, but these are the opportunities you have and which one would you rather pursue? And that was actually the catalyst for my decision. Yeah. No yeah. ceiling in real estate. 100%. Absolutely. You know, we always say it's math. Like when I interview mm-hmm. realtors, I break it down for them. If you can understand the math and understand the possibilities, that, like what's on that side of the equal sign can be anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It's so true. And, you know, we're just, you know, at the brokerage, we're running Ignite right now. We've got some stuff going on. We're obviously our coaching program. We're working with a lot of new agents and I've started to have that conversation a lot more openly that the possibilities available to you in our industry are endless, right? Whatever your income you want that to be, you have the opportunity to create that. There's no cap, there's no ceiling, there's no right way to do it. And I'm starting to see the beauty in that a lot more. I used to find a lot of fear in it. 
Um, and over time, I guess, as obviously as I've gone through different roles and had different opportunities show up, I've started to see how flexible it can be and how much you can take a skill set and utilize it in so many different ways and help different people in different ways. And it's it's quite comforting to me at this point that I'm just I just I love that I know that I could decide tomorrow I want to go a different route and I could still build a business and make the money and rely on what I've learned from real estate to do that. And that's I don't know that there's another industry that provides you that access to options. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I uh, that's a really good point. So if anyone is listening to what Jen just said, you know, the, the different opportunities that come with real estate, it's not just one. Mm -hmm. You know, when we had our, yeah, when we had the brokerage up for our um, little team meeting, I guess you could call it, you know, yeah. it Stephanie who was mentioning, she's like, I don't like a lot of parts of it, but I'm still here and I actually am doing something I really like. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And she yeah. does the the office administrative side, the, the market analysis and everything and the, the numbers and the books, but there's, you know, there's, it's a whole business landscape and then you've got coaching and you've got recruiting and you've got, you know, finance, the financial side. And there's just, there's just so much space. And even for myself, you know, from 21 to now, and not, don't really want to say how many years that is, but um, <laughs> I've had five different titles, right? At this point, I've been an admin. I was a buyer's agent. I was a team owner. I was a productivity coach. I own a coaching company and I've been a team leader, right? So, and they, they've all required different skills, but they've all been based on the same starting point of my knowledge with real estate and my ability to communicate with other people. And those yeah. are the only skill sets I've needed to do everything I've done so far, which I love, um, and I'm excited about for, you know, future opportunities as well. Yeah, yeah. your ability to communicate is unreal. Mm -hmm. I've never met someone, and I'm at, I genuinely need this, who's so clear and explains things so well. I agree. I am always saying to realtors, call Jen. Mm -hmm. She will describe this to you like you've never heard it before. It's easy to understand. Mm -hmm. And your answers are very coherent. And I don't know. It's just and you're, like, you're just so soft-spoken. Yeah. And you're like a... You give me like big sister vibes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like just call Jen. She'll, she'll know what to do. What real estate yeah. related not, I feel like you'd be, you're probably the go-to person in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's, that's what I, that's the role I, I like to be in. Um, So I love that, you know, that is reciprocated that you guys feel that way that you want to call me because absolutely. And people, I do get told a lot that my voice is very calming and soothing. Yes, um, yes. And so that, I think that helps like the delivery of the information. I have one friend who keeps telling me I should record like, you know, those sleep stories. <laughs> so yeah. people like just like, read them upstairs so they could go to sleep. I was like, maybe that's a side hustle I could look yeah. at. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. 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 Well, it creates trust. I think that's yeah. where the, the voice comes from, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's con I think it's a combination of of trust for sure, confidence and just experience. Um, and knowing that when you ask me a question, like I genuinely want to help you, right? To the point that I will usually go out of my way to find answers if I don't have them or send extra information or follow up and check in. It's just, it's just how I've always been. I was like that as a realtor as well. I think that's why my business was just so referral based all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, it's because of that level of communication and connection with people. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So, um, can you touch on your entire career kind of in short form? Like tell us 
So you kind of touched on it in your last answer. You've been an admin, you've been a team owner, lead, buyer's agent. Can you, and now you're a coach. Mm -hmm. Just kind of touch on your whole career, um, where you started, now where you are, and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I started out, like I said, when I was getting my license, I was an admin. And then once I was licensed, I actually... I had the opportunity to partner with that agent, but I I really wanted to do my own thing. I was very independent at that age in my life. And um, so I went solo, but I had that mentor there to support me. And so my first year I did about 12 transactions, um, was rookie of the year in our brokerage and all that, which was very cool. I wanted to be back in the GTA though. I grew up in the Niagara area. So this was all down in Niagara still. I, I had been up here for school. I went to York and I just missed the city and my friends were up here and all that. So I moved back up to Toronto, which is actually how I ended up at Keller Williams. Um, and I applied for an administrative role as a licensed admin there because I didn't know the market. I had no idea how things worked. I needed to learn. Um, and I got hired actually by the the owner of that brokerage as his executive assistant. So I was very lucky in that sense that that was the opportunity that showed up for me because I learned a lot about not just obviously the brokerage, but about the business itself and the marketing. And I ended up working um, with him for almost 10 years. We I started out kind of as a licensed admin. After a year, I transitioned back to the sales side once I kind of understood what that looked like. And I knew how to do things a little bit better, not well, but better. Um, and then from that role, I went as a buyer's agent into you know a, a listing agent into running that business. We were a partnership. Um, and that got to a point where, you know, he was opening multiple brokerages. I wanted to build a team. It just, you know, we were going different directions. So we parted ways. Um, and then I actually partnered up with another agent and we started our own real estate team. Uh, had that team for about three and a half years. That grew very quickly. We became a top producing team very quickly. At that point was when I made my move from downtown up to up to Aurora as well. Um, I had gotten married and moved up this way and the office up here made more sense. I had also during that period of time started coaching at the other office uh, at down in Toronto and I was a productivity coach there. I was working under another coach for a year to learn kind of what to do and how to do it. And then I started running the program there. When I moved up here into our Aurora office, um, there was no coaching program. So our team came here, we were running for a year and I really was kind of starting to feel I, I was shifting more on the coaching side than the real estate side. And I got the opportunity at that point to build the coaching program within our brokerage. So I took that opportunity. So I actually stepped away from the team completely and uh, which was kind of a crazy move in hindsight because I went from like a, a really great team producing income to zero income um, and back to selling on my own. But I knew it was the route I wanted to go. It was the right decision for me. And obviously, you know, we had the family team going as well. So it, there was some safety there. Um, and then I built up our coaching program at the brokerage. I was actively selling for the first three years while I built that and got to meet everybody. Alexa, you included in that group. I know you were part of the coaching program during that window. And um, we're now at the point where I've got two coaches plus myself. We've got four different coaching programs running. We're coaching close to 100 agents. I'm full-time on the coaching side. And then about a year ago, I got the opportunity with Colin, our owner, to step into the, the team leader space. Um, and I was I had been doing an ATL, which is a supportive role, in the background for about a year before that. So I kind of knew what I was stepping into. 
And, and I really wanted to take that opportunity because I knew that that would open some doors for future stuff, whether it was owning a brokerage or getting into regional or anything like that, or even, you know, becoming a faculty member of a Keller Williams International and doing training. I'm not sure yet which route I'm going to take, but I knew this was a stepping stone there. And so that's kind of where I'm at currently. That's amazing. I love the possibilities you laid out. Some of those I've never heard of, but I do know what you mean. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a journey, (laughs) but I've learned, I've learned everything I know from the experiences that I've had. So I'm, you know, it's been, there's been moments that were harder than others and ups and downs. And, you know, by no means was it an easy thing to go through at times. Uh, And there was definitely some scary points that all being said, you know, I, I don't think I would have made a different choice if I look back now, because I, I love where it led me. I'm very happy with that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Can we touch base on the productivity coaching? I have a couple questions. What yeah. is the print of it from maps coaching to productivity coaching? And when you created the productivity coaching for KW, mm-hmm. like, is it transferable to any brokerage or is it kind of just based on KW of like the MREA budget model, the economic model, the seven uh, layers? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, is it really specific to that? Yeah, those are good questions. So MAPS Coaching um, is kind of the Keller Williams International Coaching Program, and they have a productivity set up as well. Um, I never kind of felt it was in alignment with the way I wanted to coach or teach because I don't even know if I'd call it coaching so much as consultation and and partnership and and kind of resources than, you know, strictly focusing on numbers and, and production, although that is part of the conversation. So I always wanted to do something a little bit different that was more focused on how do I help agents understand and build a business so that they can kind of build the life they want. So my focus was always more in that structure and foundation piece. And that came from a combination of influences, um, the MREA being obviously the biggest one, um, the millionaire real estate models, the Keller Williams models, because that's that's what was ingrained in me from being at Keller Williams for so long. And I believe it is the best model. And, you know, blend in ninja selling to that, blend in atomic habit concepts to that, and a few other major influences that I've had and that in my experience personally actively selling. And that's kind of where our the vision for that program came from. So it's a little bit separate. Now you you could take our coaching program and plug it into any office that you wanted to, and it would work because I'm not teaching a specific model or teaching a specific step-by-step process. It's more the theory and then the application of the theory in a way that makes sense for your business, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So it's a little bit more of a freestanding platform that could plug into many entrepreneurial businesses, not just real estate, but it's designed for and targeted at realtors um, specifically. And yeah, it could, it could go anywhere technically. That's so cool. I love how you just created that. Mm-hmm. And it's booming, by the way. Like I've been in Jen's coaching as well, Adam I. And I it was one of my favorites because the resources were very well explained. And for the level that we're coaching at, it can get confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, that was my favorite part where uh, either you just speak my language because you are, <laughs> you know, you know the diss, you know, you're mirroring my language, which is probably what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyways it worked and it's great so if anyone's out there thinking productivity coaching Mm -hmm. you have to you have to do it it's great yeah and you know yeah there's obviously an element of mirroring language but I'm pretty authentic as you guys know I generally show up the same in most conversations 
Um, and I, I just believe that that's a stronger approach. You guys know who I am. I know who you are and we can work with that. And I would certainly coach you to that in regard to action steps you could take or how you would apply the information to your business. Um, and then there's also the element of I've used the content, I've implemented the systems, I've worked it and built it and ran it. So I, I do just understand it at a level that sometimes people who are coaching and teaching, you know, it's not a negative thing. Um, it's just that they haven't actually done it themselves. And yeah. it gives you a different layer of understanding when you've you know what works and what doesn't, what pieces are movable, what pieces are not movable. So it allows you to customize it to the person um, and make it fit better in their business, which is why I think it feels like I'm explaining it as well as I do, but I'm probably really just giving you the information or the pieces you need to make sense for where you're at right now. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I need to know, like, what's your next <laughs> goal? Like, are you going to, first of all, do you miss selling yeah. actively and what's next for your career? Like for those that don't know Jen, Jen's you're very, you're very young. Yeah. So do will you continue coaching for the rest of your career? Or like what other goals do you have? It's a good question. Um, And it's probably one of the first times in a while that I don't 100% know. I know that there's a next step. I've kind of got some ideas I'm toying with. Um, I have zero interest in going back to selling. And I mean that with the utmost respect for the people that sell. It was something I loved for the people and hated for the process. Um, and the process, it just wore me out over time. As someone who's a bit more on the introverted side, it, it was it took a lot of effort. It took a lot of energy. Uh, and I want to show up a certain way when I am showing up. And so I, I put a lot into it. I also did it for almost 14 years. Um, so I got a little fatigued by it. Now, I love helping friends and family and people that I know. I think it's fun. But to get back into selling full time, no, that's, that's not not something I will do um, unless something crazy happens. So if you see me selling, please check and make sure I'm okay. <laughs> something happened. Um, aside from that, I've got a couple of ideas. I do love the idea of being an OP and opening a brokerage. Um, but there's a part of me that, you know, finds there's, there, it's just, I'm learning a lot about that space in the role I'm in right now. And it's one of the reasons I, I wanted to do this role and I'm not 100% sure yet if that's something I want to take on. It's a big thing. Uh, yeah. I don't think I would do it without partnership or without being in collaboration with somebody who shared a vision with me, um, whether that would be, you know, Colin or, or anybody else. I'm not sure. I love, I was teaching Ignite yesterday and I had this moment. It was so funny. It was just in the middle of the session. I said something and one of the agents, I could I could hear them kind of just get it and go, oh, and I had this moment of thought of that's what you should be doing. You should be training. Um, so there's a part of me that's starting to maybe lean a little more in that direction to maybe start teaching and training again at a higher level. Yeah. So I, it's probably going to be one of the two ways the coaching company is running and Dylan has stepped in and is, is kind of taking that on. And he's quite passionate about it. I love what I've built. Um, I don't right now, and maybe it's just because I've been doing it for, you know, six, seven years right now. I don't really have the excitement around building that any bigger than really just making sure it's running at the highest level that we can right now. And maybe building out some, um, you know, Jess and I were talking about this, building out some more online communities and getting our content in front of more people. I think we'll probably go that route. But beyond that, I, I don't have a desire to build out that that coaching side. So 
I don't know. It's either going to be brokerage or training. I think I'm, I'm just not, I'm in an explorative mindset right now. Love it. Yeah. And yeah. that's like the common life of a realtor. You know, yeah. you start as a, some of us mid buyer listing realtor, then you have a team for some of us and then it's coaching and then it's training. And then it's like, Hey, now what? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. next? Right? Is it yeah. ownership? Is it blowing up a mega team? Is it shutting her down and moving South? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Well, yeah, right. Like you. Yeah, me too. Sometimes I think of that. I'm like, ah, an island sounds nice right now. Yeah. So you know, there's the beauty. That's the part that I love. It's like, and it, it sometimes it's overwhelming. I could choose anything. Um, and I'm very yeah. aware of that right now. And you know, we've got the young kids, and mm-hmm. um, we want to make sure that you know that their experience and their life and all of that is is stable and structured and strong and that they have great experiences and whatever's going to allow me to create that for them. I think that's going to be a big motivator in the direction that I take. Yeah. Wow. I have a two part question. Yeah. First being, how does one get into coaching? So that's one of my goals in my career. Probably not anytime soon. I'm still, I'm, I've only been selling for, I don't know, five years. Yeah. Um, but how does one, like, do you just start a business and say, I'm a coach and, or did you go and take courses to become like a certified coach? Um, we'll start with that question first. Yeah. Um, some people do just start a business and say they're a coach. <laughs> that does happen. Um, I didn't get certified. I didn't do the maps program or anything like that. What, what I did was I worked underneath uh, another coach. So we had uh, Jason Gavazda is a pretty well-known guy in our area. He was a Super Bowl guy, realtor and coach. Um, and he was running the productivity program, which he had built out and he had done some coaching training. And prior to that, I worked for him. So he mentored me um, for about close to two years, really, where we kind of, I worked in his coaching program and we facilitated work with agents. He taught me a lot of what I know. And then my experience myself and the fact that I had been teaching training on Ignite, teaching um, in the classroom, doing on our training calendar, going to some other offices and teaching. I had already been doing all of that for four or five years at that point. So that experience combined with my market and real real estate life experience, and then the time I spent mentoring under that under Jason really were kind of the three pieces that allowed me to feel confident that you know, I was able to coach and and help people and could make a significant difference. And then from there, it was just really visualizing, you know, what I wanted my program and my service to look like. Um, Because like I said, like, you could call it coaching, you could call it consultation, I'm not really sure what the right lane is. Um, But that was really more how I got into it. It was a combination of all of those things. And even in my office, I was the person people came to and asked questions. That was always just kind of the way it went. So I already had that natural, I guess, inclination to help and support agents. So I just put all of those together and and then built a program and ran a program that was successful. And once I had success, then, you know, I had evidence that I, I knew what I was doing and I could help agents. And then it just grew itself organically from there. So again, a little outside of the box, but I kind of have done everything that way. I'm starting to realize. Yeah, no, I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that actually leads me into my next question is um, you had a mentor to learn from to become a coach. So do you have other realtors learning from you to start their own coaching businesses currently? 
Yeah, I do. I have um, a couple of agents that I'm talking to. Um, we have obviously Mike Russo, who's working with us mm -hmm. um, and coaching under our PSM branding. So, you know, that's an option that he would have if he went that route and would happily give it to him. I also meet with PCs from other brokerages and share with them what I've done and my resources and my structure and help them get their co their programs up and running when when they reach out and ask. And um, I've had coaches with me over the years that have been agents that I coached that I worked with that I felt were a fit. Melissa Taylor is another good example of that. And, you know, they've raised their hand and said, I'm interested in coaching. And I said, OK, come, come with me. Right. I'll show you what we do. Here's the things you can do to help us out, get some experience, get a taste for it. And I'm always available and accessible to run ideas by, I, I, you know, going back to my passion for helping agents, I, I'm equally as happy to do it on the coaching side as the real estate side. Love it. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Great right on. Well, yeah. Jen, we have to wrap up, but can you let the viewers know where we can find you? Yeah, the best places really. I know it's going to sound so old school. I'm not a social media person. I do have an Instagram account. I think it's at Jen Silbernagel, I believe. Um, that'll tell you how involved that. I am. But my cell, you can text me or WhatsApp me on my cell, 416-660-8340. You can call as well, but honestly, you're better off to text or message. Um, and then you can email me at tl at kwrealtycenters.com. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Thank you, Jen, for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you soon. Absolutely. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Vault. You can find us on Instagram at The Vault Podcast and on all podcast platforms. See you next episode.